Welcome to the Curlcast, a podcast dedicated to detangling the pros and woes of curly hair. We're your hosts, Mira and Angel. And today we have a special guest, Naomi. Hey! <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. No, no, thank you for agreeing to come. <laughs> yeah, thank to... you. Ooh. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no, 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 I'm up now. I'm just fixing myself. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Um, really, really excited to hear your thoughts on today's topic. Yeah, so today we are talking about growing up with curls. So, like a big big heavy mm-hmm. topic but we're excited to start let's do so, it um i think let's just go through our personal experiences of growing up with curly hair so mm-hmm. for each one of us just go through like your what your childhood was like your teens and now like your adulthood life like what it's like like what's your perception yeah. and what you thought was good and like what was, what was stylish and what wasn't yeah so I'm trying to remember my childhood. Um, I remember my mom used to style my hair back then. Um, <laughs> we would spend long hours uh, where she'd be, you know, playing with different hairstyles. The good thing is she really um, kind of emphasized my curls. So sometimes she would plait my hair, but a lot of the time, you know, it would be left natural. Um, and I didn't really start uh, using heat until maybe early high school, late primary, and that would be very occasionally. So I grew up, you know, um, having my hair quite natural. And then in high school, as with most people, that's when, you know, (laughs) using heat and straightening and blow drying and all that started. Um, Honestly, for me, I think it was mainly out of convenience. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't remember too well if it was a matter of, you know, trying to fit in, or if it was just because... You know, waking up to school, it's so much easier to just throw your straightened hair in a ponytail as opposed to trying to figure out, you know, um, what to do with the curls and managing them and all that. Um, So, yeah, for quite a few years, I think from year seven till about year 10, Mm -hmm. I mainly straightened it. Mm -hmm. Um, That was interesting. It was hard to manage in itself, but at the same time, it was better than um, doing curls. And I remember it was one time in year nine or year 10 Oh, so also for a bit of context, I went to an Egyptian school. Yeah, like so did we. Yeah, so yeah did we. exactly. And it's funny because a lot of cultures, like, they almost don't accept their own um, sort of uh, cultural characteristics, such as, like, curly hair. Mm-hmm. Like, that's common to Egyptians. And yet um, the beauty standards are you know, uh, straightened hair, we prefer that over curls. Mm -hmm. And so I remember one time I rocked up to school with my natural hair and the kids in class, they kind of laughed and they're like, oh, you look like, you know, a caveman or something like that. Oh my gosh, they actually (laughs) said that. Yeah, it was the boys. Um, So, Mm. you know, typical, you know. Carpet hair boys. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Triggered. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) No, it's what I'm doing. You know, 15-year-old boys having a laugh, which, Mm. you know, looking back on it, it was kind of funny because I probably didn't know how to manage my hair back then, so they probably weren't that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, it wasn't that encouraging, so I kept going back to straightened hair. But I was really lucky that for my transition period, it was very natural and very... um, It wasn't conscious at all, so it was just during the summer, I was going to the beach a lot, swimming a lot. I didn't have time to be straightening my hair because I was always in the water. Mm-hmm. And so because I think the salt water and just like the frequency of it, um, my transition to my natural curls was just really simple. And mm. I remember it got to the stage where I was thinking, I don't want to go back to school and have to straighten my hair again because mm. it was just like 
so much easier and like I was really embracing it yeah um yeah so yeah ever since year 10 to now I've only really straightened my hair a handful of times um and yeah I find it really funny how perceptions have changed like now that mm-hmm. we're kind of older and in this day and age curly hair and like afro hair is seen as something that's really special yeah um which definitely. really wasn't the case when you know I was in early high school or primary so yeah that's my experience Thank you. That was Thank very you. comprehensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love that. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Angel? Me. Well, I feel like our experiences were quite similar. Yeah. Um, like, but like, I think yeah. you go through it still. Oh. Uh, okay. Just so. Just okay. Just again. Different. Different. Okay. So when I was growing up, my mom had absolutely no idea how to handle my hair. Mm. Um, she had curly hair growing up as well, but she grew up in a time where it was really cool to have a shaved head. So. <laughs> My mum had a shaved head in teenage years. I mean, she looked awesome, like really badass, but um, she kind of didn't know how to take care of her Mm. curls. So she really didn't know how to take care of mine. So there were a lot of days of just gel and um, pulling my hair back into something some tight ponytail. My hairline oh, yeah. is still upset at me. For Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Five head life. <laughs> yes, five head life. And it's all because just dealing with curls at the roots and at the yeah. front of your face is so hard. Like mm-hmm. when I was a, a kid, little kid, yeah, I could have my hair natural and wild and curly and I looked cute and everything. But in school, impossible. It was, oh, yeah. you couldn't have your hair out in school, first of all. Mm-hmm. So there was yeah. no option yeah. to even have a cute yeah yeah you know we went to the same school yeah but like even in my public school like in my primary school they didn't allow it well they didn't allow it because lice which Mm. makes sense (laughs) i didn't actually know that was the reason okay i don't know know if our high school was like that was the reason i think our high school was doing it just because just because yeah Yeah. (laughs) because photo day they didn't even allow us to leave our hair out whereas my public Mm. school like they 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 allowed us to leave it out on um on photo day but like if we're not in photo day and there's no occasion you have to tie it up right yeah Um, yeah for a good reason yeah yeah (laughs) so i think in high school what happened in high school i i was straightening my hair every so often not all the time um mostly because i never really learned how to do it myself um still to this day i can do it myself kind of but i just hate doing Mm -hmm. it and i'm so lazy like my sister can sit in the bathroom and straighten her hair watch grace anatomy or something like keep herself entertained while she's doing it whereas me i hate it i'd rather be doing something else with my time Mm -hmm. and i don't want to stay up late doing it and i was always like that through school so whenever i'd have straight hair was because mom sat me down and did it for me and we'd watch something together yeah yeah but yeah on a, on a cushion on the floor yes. yeah. yeah oh my god that yeah <laughs> me back. Oh. um oh yeah so i think during high school i did have my hair straight um and i did go through a little bit of a punk rock phase which you did. yeah you did. you'd totally yeah. think that would be like curly hair like i could wear yeah. that but it was like straight hair and like a and, and spiky <laughs> oh he's got to straighten that fringe i think i had a front fringe like three times already me in my too. life yeah <laughs> I had side fringe, I had bangs, like, like the, oh yeah. I've had every kind of fringe known to man. Um, yeah, but I, I was wearing curly hair in buns like this for most mm. of the time. Uh, not as cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think when I became an adult, I, 
I think I stopped straightening my hair for anything other than occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I had like something on, like a job interview or um, wedding or anything like that. Those were the times I was straightening my hair and then very infrequently after that. But yeah, it was mostly curly and I've been embracing it probably for a little while now. Not taking care of it for a little while. <laughs> I've been taking care of it for the past year. But before yeah. that, I was keeping it curly but not really taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's my transition (laughs) um so okay with me my childhood was mostly spent natural but my mom again like she didn't know she has beautiful wavy hair Mm -hmm. um but not that she keeps it that way she blow dries it all the time Mm -hmm. but she definitely had more manageable hair and when she had me as a kid she had zero experience and my grandmas mm. as well had zero experience because they had lovely hair. So she was like, what do I do? So all she did was... Put... You have lovely hair, Marat. Yeah. Just, oh, just putting it out there. <laughs> oh, you have lovely wavy hair. <laughs> um, so she, her remedy was to put in a bunch of olive oil mm-hmm. after every single shower okay. to smooth out my hair, oh. brush it in. Mm-hmm. And my hair was dry. So you think... Like, you yeah. think when you hear that, you think it's oily, but yeah. it actually somehow it absorbed the <laughs> oil. It was weird. Like, did it work? Um, what, was it like weird? my hair was definitely smoother, but it was just mm. kind of insane to do after every shower. Yeah. But um, she used to put that a lot, and then either braid um braid my hair, or I should say plait my hair, mm. and um, put it in buns and stuff. But yeah. that's about it. She couldn't do anything else with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it really bummed her out. I felt, but um. She tried to straighten my hair once as a kid and, like, was, like, never doing it again. <laughs> never again. Um, <laughs> that didn't yeah. stop her, though. But, I mean, like, it, she did it once. And then and then when I moved to Australia, um, yeah, I kept it in the same the same thing yeah. as well. But then um, I think the first time I, you know, like, I was aware that my hair is, like, maybe not um, not ideal in society was in my primary school um Mm -hmm. towards like when I was about 10 I started getting bullied by my classmates um who actually were like middle eastern which is so (laughs) as in like you'd you'd expect it like from like you know someone that sees my hair as like so foreign or something Mm -hmm. but it was like middle easterns and they bullied me and they said really nasty things about my hair and it got to a point where like the only way was to leave the school because like um I couldn't like I went to the principal and stuff like but they could only do so much so I had to leave and it was because of my hair which is so weird um that's crazy yeah and then I went to our high school with more Middle Easterns (laughs) but yeah they did not bully me about my hair but we were all in the same ratchet boat together Um, but I don't know I guess I carried that with me that like I don't like my hair Um, a a lot of people started making comments like they can't see the whiteboard for my hair and then um, oh I remember those comments yeah and then uh, I was always in the front seat because I'm blind so it was never me (laughs) just putting it out there (laughs) yeah I wasn't I was like I was kind of in the middle but people would complain Mm. so then um, about like year 8 which was like when I was 14 I decided to do keratin Mm. to manage it and to just like make it easier to straighten. Um, I never straightened it myself. My mom always did it for me. Yeah. Uh, like like we said, you sit on the couch, put something on TV, and I sit on the yeah. pillow on the floor. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I did keratin, and that definitely made my hair much easier to straighten. Straightened it a lot, and then yeah, 
And so I did that heaps, especially when we were in, like going through like sweet 16 phases. I would straighten my hair every week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Stage. And my hair really, really, really died like yeah. during that phase. And then, um, and then, yeah, all the way up to end of high school, I just became lazy and I was like, I don't want to do keratin. So then my hair grew out again, mostly. <laughs> and then I got to end of year 12, I was like, I like it. But then for some reason in my first year of uni, I decided to do keratin again because I was like, <laughs> maybe we'll manage it. Yeah. And then it didn't. And then like, it just made it a straight poof, like I said before. Yeah. And then I went back, I grew it all out again two years ago, but then I didn't take care of my hair. I just put it in braids the whole time mm-hmm. and I only started taking care of it like in March. Yeah. No, not even May of this year. May oh, of wow. this year. Yeah, May no of this way. year. Yeah. What? Like properly, like properly, doing right. a method and everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's my dream. <laughs> so it's yeah. all we've all gone through kind of different kind of similar experiences. Yeah. Like yeah. same, same but different. Um cool. So we're gonna jump I think more into cultural Yes. So yeah. definitely I think a big part of why we yeah. did what we did to our hair was because our Egyptian culture informed a lot mm-hmm. of what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so we're gonna talk about the effect of culture and environment on on our own perception of our hair so yeah so i think the first point that we want to talk about is that culture of wanting to fit in and i think that definitely stems from our parents that or like grandparents that moved here Mm. yeah um who had to definitely fit into a very Western society. Yeah. So yeah. Naomi, um, I'm just going to throw you under the bus. You did mention that you had a story to share about your grandma, but you yeah. didn't <laughs> want to throw her under the bus. Oh, no. So here I am throwing her under for you. Thanks, Anne. You're welcome. And we I apologize. Always... I apologize for, for uh, Teta <laughs> Naomi. Yeah. I adore her. She's great. Um, yeah. But it's kind of, as you're saying, it's just a matter of, you know, what we're brought up in, like, the culture. It's not mm-hmm. that she's, you know, it's not that she holds a bad opinion, but yeah. it's kind of just how she was brought up as well and um, what the culture's standards of beauty are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I remember because I always grew up with my hair straight, so it was always very sleek, um, off to the side, like, in teenage years anyway. Um, and then when I started leaving it out, like, like this. I feel like um, I know where this is. <laughs> <laughs> it would always be I turn up to Tithers and it's like, oh, when are we going to start seeing your face again? Or have you considered, like, you know, putting it down or brushing it? Mm. Like, and I'm like, oh, you do not want to see me brush this. No, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was interesting because that was on one side, but then, you know, on the other side, you have the people from the Australian culture, that's when I started getting all the compliments when yeah. I started leaving my hair natural. And I'd be like, Tetha, this is the current style now. So it's like, you know, she would think it's outdated or not um, mm. not seen as beautiful. Um, mm. Whereas, as I mentioned before, like during this day and age, like it's, it's seen as something really special. Mm. So it was really interesting seeing how, you know, the Egyptian culture, which... It, like curly hair it, most Egyptians have it like it's not mm-hmm. very accepted within culture itself but it's accepted outside and it's like that thing where you always want what you can't have kind yeah. of thing yeah. yeah that was a really prominent um saying when I was doing the transition I guess yeah yeah, yeah. So. um I have to say my grandma is kind of the same mm. um so I mean she she loves my hair now mm-hmm. because she knows that I'm 
put a lot of effort into it. And like now my curly hair is actually nicer as before. It probably wasn't that great. And she probably <laughs> was doing me a <laughs> favor by that. saying, do something. Um, yeah. But yeah, every time I would come in with straight hair, she would be like blown away. Mm. She'd say, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. You're the yeah. most beautiful girl in the world. You know, typical grandma stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and I mean, I, I adore my tattoo as well, and mm. I love her to bits. Yeah. Um, but again, like that's just how she was raised, I think, and how the older generations were raised. That straight hair was seen as beautiful and desirable. All the old Egyptian actors and all of that looks yeah. very European. Mm. Yeah, were, like sure. all of them looks like yeah. not Egyptian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not Egyptian. Yeah, <laughs> even like Cleopatra, who is like but she's, Egyptian, she's is Greek. Greek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think there's just been a lot of times throughout history where Egypt has just kind of become very European mm. inf- like influence rather than African influence, yeah. which is so strange because mm. we're an African country. But we got occupied a lot. We so did. That's, that's where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but still, I think we're starting now to reclaim our original heritage, our yeah. African heritage. Like there's yeah. a movement in Egypt, like we were saying before, and here as well where women are starting to really rock the curls, rock, the curls, rock their culture, yeah. you know, embrace everything that makes us more African rather than European, but also taking on board like our Australian heritage as well. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we're Australian. We still, yeah. yeah. Um, sure. So it's just finding that balance, I think, but keeping mm-hmm. your, keeping true to yourself, I think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like I'm. My mum, I think, is the one that I deal with the most because, like, mm. my grand, my both my grandmas, rest their souls. Like they, they never. I don't ever remember them commenting about my hair. I think they mm. had a hard time doing it, but like they, I don't remember much about it. So, mm. um, and they haven't seen me like this. So, oh yeah, I don't know. But like, <laughs> maybe they're they watching me now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're judging me in heaven. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but my mum is very vocal. My dad's definitely more supportive. Like, my dad's like, you know, if you do it nice, like, I'll tell you it's nice. But mm. my mum's more like, I want less volume. Like, I, and it's like, what can I do? Like, it's, this is, this is my hair. I have volume. And she's mm. like, but I want less. <laughs> like, I want like, and she's like, why is it poofy? Like, you know, like, it, it's just these comments mm. that like really get to me. Cause I put like so much effort in my hair and then she's like, nah, last week it was better. But it's like. It's the same routine. Like, yeah. I do yeah. nothing different. Girls have a mind of their yeah. own. Yeah. Mind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's been difficult, I think. I th- I know it's difficult for her because, like we said, like, yeah, that's what she's grown up with. She's mm-hmm. always blow-dried her hair. So, like, of course she's going to have this perception. But, like, yeah, yeah. what can I do? I can only try decrease my volume and hopefully she'll like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we always want something that we can't have, right? Yeah. Um, I want volume. You don't. I mean, maybe if we put our heads together, we, we become uh, <laughs> the perfect girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Naomi is a very happy medium. Like, your yeah, hair is honestly, gold. I think that's what my mum wants for me. Yeah. This is what I want for me, but my curls are not as cute and tight. And I will never have that. <laughs> Each are perfectly unique 
And lovely in their own way. Yes, yes. But <laughs> mad hair and be just safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we'll talk about now how our hair reflects on our personality. Mm. So Ooh, there's like a big, a there's a bit though. I was reading like an article, like a journal article, like really official that like was saying that mm. um, your hair is so crucial to your identity that it reflects your personality. Wow. Or like what you 100%. want people, um, what you yeah. want people to perceive of you. And that made me interested because it's like, why did we straighten our hair? Yeah, why did we do keratin for like what were we hoping to get out of that yeah, you know yeah 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 um oh my gosh i i always kept my hair curly at my old job and i remember i only came in with straight hair a handful of times and i remember when i came in with straight hair once one of my good friends who i work with beck she's like damn i don't want to swear on the podcast but she's like you turned into such a <laughs> when you have straight hair <laughs> she's like I like you with curly hair you're much friendlier um, and it's funny because like I feel like when I shaded my hair I had more confidence in myself mm. back then and that kind of made me feel more like ooh you know sleek sassy. and edgy and sassy yeah. uh, and so I used to like come like I, my sassiness was just turned up like a hundred percent I yeah. kind of feel that because yeah. I think when I straighten my hair for a wedding or yeah. something I f- I'm really feeling myself yeah I'm like yeah. I feel really good and then like I go to the wedding and I see other people I'm like oh okay like, okay, I, look, I, I look like everyone, everyone else, else now <laughs> they're like you know humble yourself yeah right? yeah but, but at the same time I, I I become more insecure when I straighten my hair mm. I don't know if it's because like I'm more exposed to like the mm. world because like I don't you have can to. see more <laughs> you have vision again <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh, like I um, literally have an identity crisis every time I straighten my hair. It's like, you know, me with curly hair is one person. And then, oh, it's been so long since I straightened my hair, but I don't mm. remember. But I think it's kind of as you're saying, like you become yeah. like, you feel kind of powerful or like this other. Yeah, this you feel like hair. another woman with, exactly. when you change your hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then with weddings, for sure. Yeah, it's uh it's another a, it's a whole other <laughs> a whole other time. vibe yeah yeah um yeah so i think our curls like starting to wear them naturally now and everything i think i feel more like myself than i ever have before yeah um and i think it's really pushed me to be the best version of myself that i can be if i'm taking care of my curls the way that i am then i should take care of my you know my spirituality and i should take care of my body and i should take care of the people around me in the same care that i take with my hair mm-hmm. so i think once you start accepting one part of you it kind of is a chain effect you start you start accepting every part of you mm. and other people as that's well that's so true yeah. like yeah i definitely feel like i've had a, a lot more self-love now mm. that i've accepted my hair yeah. yeah even though it's not where i want it to be like even if i have really bad hair days it's like mm. it's okay yeah you know? yeah it's okay these things happen yeah yeah I, Yes. For me, it's like so hard to remember, to be honest, because I'm <laughs> like, you guys have only kind of transitioned more yeah. recently. Um, whereas for me, it's been like five years or something. And yeah. I think back then it was right in the height of like, you know, uh, kind of finding yourself and you're a teenager yeah. and you're still finding your footing. So like my, my curly hair has kind of been part of my core identity for ages. So yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I just kind of got comfortable with myself pretty early on because That's really of good. that. Yeah, That's and I know really a lot good. of yeah, a lot of people they don't kind of find that until much later. So um, 
Yeah, I was pretty blessed with that. Yeah. Lucky <laughs> yeah. gal. Let's try and encourage other younger women yes. to start finding themselves and do accepting not, their hair. <laughs> do not touch straighteners ever. Yeah, yeah. Ever in your yeah. life. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, straighten your hair if you want. But yeah. if you don't want to, you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. Yeah. And don't do keratin just because everyone's mm. doing it. Yeah. Sorry, that's like another rant. Yeah. That is, that's another episode. Unless <laughs> if you really want to do it, then do it. But if you yeah. don't be forced, don't be pressured. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. I agree. Um, and I think we've already discussed like, yeah, perception of beauty and yeah. Egyptian perception of beauty. But we'll just like recap it. So we were saying like, yeah, like our, our grandparents and parents, they see it as like, you know, you should be sleek and formal and proper and presentable and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. and but now, like the movement is in Egypt, especially now, is like more like yeah, wear it, own it, yeah, yeah, like, rock it. Um, we're African, or like mm. North African, to yeah. be exact. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah. well, it's one continent, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but like, um, <laughs> just in yeah. case. Yeah, I don't. I hope no one gets offended by Egyptians saying we're African when we're in Africa. That's okay. Um, Uh, But yeah, if do you guys want to add anything? Yeah, I think covered it. Yeah, growing up with curls was tough, tough experience, but pays off, I think. Yeah. yeah, and I think now for the girls, like I, I see it with like the girls, the younger girls at church in my classes, they mm-hmm. um they are starting to own it more because mm-hmm. now like there's women yeah. older than them that yeah. are owning it. Mm-hmm. And it's role that, models now. So I think they have the totally. support that we didn't have. So yeah. I think it's it's gonna change. Yeah, my nine year old um, cousin actually, Michaela. I love her so much. Oh my gosh. Um, she's She has beautiful curly hair and she, now that she sees me wearing my curly hair, she gets so excited whenever so we're cute. both like wearing our hair natural together and I think she's starting to really love her curly hair. She wants to straighten it every now and then yeah. like any little girl does. Yeah. Um, but she really loves her hair because she knows that I love her hair and I love mm. my own hair. So keep so yeah, keep showing little girls love for yeah. their hair. <laughs> for sure. Um, all and right. Now we are on to the product of the month, and yes. it's my turn this it's time. Mira's turn. So I, I'm gonna go for it. It's the Miel Moisture RX Gel. Okay. That stuff is game changing. Um, it doesn't form a cast, so if you hate casts, this is perfect. It's like a gel that will hold your curl, but without the cast, but also moisturize it. Like it's called moisturizing gel, and I'm like, wow, that's. Wow. It's, okay. It's, it's really amazing. Like it really retains the moisture. When I wash my hair, my hair's like still soft. It's it's amazing. I'm like, gonna need a sample great. of this. Yeah, honestly, um, I need as much moisture as I can get. But yeah, um, it's great for wash day and also refreshing. Um, for me though, like I think because my hair's still transitioning, it doesn't hold as much. Mm. But that's fine. Like I feel like once my hair is good again, like it will be fine. But it does hold a curl. Like the back curls really well. So yeah, I have prom- it has promise. Yeah. And you can get it from Curly Essentials or Nature's Hair. So that's for our Australian followers and New Zealand because Curly Essentials for New Zealand as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I okay. tried to find it on St. Curl, but they have Miel, the brand, but they don't have the moisture. That, they don't have that gel. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But um, yeah, we'll put the details below. And now we have our mus- mu- <laughs> muesli. Muesli. <laughs> yeah, we love muesli. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, our musical... <laughs> I'll say it. Our musical pick of the week, and all three of us. 
<laughs> well, three of us are going to give a musical pick um, that we've been vibing to and we've been jamming out for for mm. our past week or the past month, the past three years, according to Marette. <laughs> um, okay, Garden, you said, or was it the okay, Russ song? it was song? Garden. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was every single thing you've chosen has been a, like, three-year affair. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Why didn't you start us off, Mira? No, I started last week. You go. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, my song was... I've forgotten it now because you put me on the spot. Okay. What did I say? You go and then I'll try and remember. Ooh, this is a tough one. I, like, only five minutes ago, like, while we were just talking, it hit me that I need to say a song. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. I think lately I've been really vibing to Noah Kahan. I don't know how to pronounce his surname. But um, his song, Busy Head and... False confidence. False confidence. That's a real good that's one. That's a good one. He's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pick one. She is yeah. holding back. <laughs> I was about to say more, but maybe not. No, that. No, no. <laughs> we need to put them on Instagram. Okay. We can't have like two poses. Just <laughs> All right, just let's, let's settle on false confidence. No, Kahan. Okay. Or oh, busy head. Look, you can choose it. <laughs> All right, we'll put false confidence. <laughs> busy head can make another appearance. Yeah, yeah another when Naomi comes back, okay. she'll be yeah. busy yeah. head. We don't have a choice. <laughs> okay, uh, I re- I remember my one. Or more, I cheated and I looked at the notes, and now I remember. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. So I really have always vibed to the song "Easily" by Bruno Major. Like I discovered mm. it maybe beginning of last year or something. I don't mm. I don't remember when, but I just love it it's so sweet and just it's slow. it's slow and bruno major is just so sexy <laughs> i don't know what he looks like i don't know what he looks like so his voice his voice, really his voice. um but just that song itself just kind of makes me hopeful that sometimes relationships might not be the easiest thing but it's always good to put 110 percent in and it will pay off so that's a bit cute. It is a bit cute. Damn, yeah. That's... I need to listen to this now. Well, well you one. can on our Spotify playlist called Weekly Picks, so please follow. <laughs> please follow, please yes, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll add everything, including Naomi's 500 Sick. suggestions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so see, mine this week isn't actually sentimental at all. It's a lot by 21 Savage and Jake Hall. <laughs> yes. And um, mainly, honestly, the main reason is I've been vibing to it while I study. nice that's a that's a good reason it's really good and it's it spits the truth so why not yeah j cole always spits the truth if you ever need some truth spat in your face j cole's where you go yeah um he's good yeah actually have you heard his new song snow on the bluff yeah snow on the bluff sip your tea girl (laughs) and that's all we have to say about that um all right i think that brings us to the end is that yeah Yeah, that's cool i'm not cutting anyone off no that's the end of episode four and we would love to thank you naomi for taking the time and like just bringing your like amazing self to the podcast thank you so much thank you so much for having me and yeah so thank you for sharing your experiences and for now for our followers and our listeners if you would love to share your experiences with us please do send us a dm send us 
anything really a like, just reach out to us <laughs> yeah. honestly we would love to hear about your experiences about growing up with curls even if they don't have to be negative they, they can be positive so yeah be lovely to hear that yeah i'd love some positive stories so if yeah. you've got positive stories give them to me yeah um yeah and you can also find us on twitter um it's not very updated but you can find us there if you (laughs) just tweet us you know um i'll I'll, even i'll try (laughs) i don't know why we keep plugging i'll try my best to update it yeah you have my word insta and twitter at the curlcast yeah and make sure you listen to us on spotify on soundcloud on youtube we also have a sounder account but like i don't know if anyone knows what that is i Um, might be changing that so Okay, hang tight. Hang tight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, please share this with anyone who you think it will be helpful for. We do this for you guys. Um, Sharing our experiences, it's a good outlet for us, but it's also a great way to kind of start the conversation Mm -hmm. at home with others, with friends as well. Um, We've gotten a lot of good feedback from heaps of people and we just absolutely, yeah, thank you so much. We love you guys. Um, And yeah, we will see you in a Fortnite. Fortnite. See you guys. Bye.